Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. On May 10th, 1945, Joseph Stalin addressed the people of the Soviet Union. 22 hours earlier, citizens across the nation had started a party. It was one of the greatest days of their lives. In the wee hours of the morning on May 9th, they huddled around their radios to hear that Nazi Germany surrendered. World War II on the Eastern Front was officially over. The Soviets had entered the war, which they called the Great Patriotic War, in June of 1941, when the Nazis attempted to invade Russia along the western border. Men ages 16 to 28 were legally required or forced to join the ranks of the military. There were no exemptions. Women were also conscripted to serve during the war. Those who had any medical or mechanical training were mandated to enlist. Most served behind the front lines, but not all. 300,000 women specifically served in aviation as medical personnel, communicators, machine gunners, and pilots, taking up more than a quarter of the nation's Air Force branch. In terms of total casualties, both citizen and military, Almost no other nation came close to the number of deaths Russia suffered. Compared to the United States' 419,000, or the United Kingdom's 451,000, the Soviet Union death tally came in as high as 27 million. Another 14-plus million came home wounded. Hearing about the war's official end was sweeter on civilian ears than the most beautiful piece of music. Friends and loved ones were coming home for good. It was 1.10 a.m., and citizens were grabbing the nearest bottles of vodka, running out of their homes and into the streets, many still in their pajamas, and embracing one another, even weeping. Friends, families, and neighbors gathered to celebrate the victory and remember those who had sacrificed their lives for the cause. Even those who never imbibed joined in on this extra special occasion. The partying continued all day and into the next. By the time Stalin addressed the nation on May 10th, the celebration was already over, but only because the people were forced to end the festivities early. Why? Because Russia was completely out of vodka. You couldn't find it anywhere. Granted, other factors contributed to the emptying of every last bottle and barrel. A famine in the 1930s threatened vodka production, which greatly worried Stalin. 20% of the government's revenue came from liquor, and he viewed it as an easy stream of income for strengthening the country's defense systems. When what few grain and potato crops were harvested, he ordered a portion to be reserved so that the distilleries wouldn't shut down. Upon entering the war, starch and grain were redirected to food production for the Red Army, and every soldier was supplied with four ounces of vodka as a part of their daily rations calling it the Commissar's Ration. Between famine and war, the National Reserves remained low, leaving little for the average citizen, and they weren't going to endure each day without their booze. 
They refused to be left high and especially dry during this dark period of history. Some took matters into their own hands and distilled the spirit right in their homes. It was just enough to keep the liquor flowing. This was all about supply, demand, and additionally, resourcefulness. Still, it took a lot of people to drink a lot of alcohol in a really short period of time to drain the country of every drop. I can't even imagine the amount of revelry that occurred on that day. The party came to an abrupt end the following day, and a nationwide hangover quickly began. Quite honestly, it was probably for the best. As one grandfather recounted the moment to his grandson, the only day I was ever blackout drunk was May 9th, 1945. I woke up on the street hugging two loaves of bread. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.